Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, here to help you show up with the fullest expression of you. This is a place where we will explore the latest trends in fashion and design and the magic of aligning those external expressions with your true, authentic self. I'm your host, Jill Pagano, custom men's wardrobe stylist with Jay Hilburn, and a lover of all things self-expression. If you know you have a message and mission to live out in this life, but if you're like me and you get caught up living for the expectation of others, then this is the show for you. For most of my life, I sought the approval and validation of everyone, especially those closest to me, and lost myself in that journey. Thankfully, my passion, curiosity, and evolution brought me here. Each week, we'll dive into the latest examples of how to authentically express yourself through what you wear, how you design your home, how you lead yourself and others, and so much more, all to help you find your unique gifts and share them with the world. Because when you express yourself, you allow others to do the same. That's the power of expression. Now let's get into it. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode with Jennifer Watson, intuitive leadership coach. My conversation with her is actually one of the top reasons I started a podcast in the first place. I learned, I was inspired, and I was empowered by her and from her. And I left the interview ready to take new action. And that is the number one purpose and reason to learn something new. Jennifer gives very tangible things you can implement immediately to begin to change your state of being and optimize your resiliency, which is the catalyst to everything from your productivity at work to your overall wellness and well-being. I know you will enjoy this episode and many takeaways, so enjoy. Jennifer, thank you so much, first of all, for being for being on the Power of Expression podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled and very, very honored that you take time out of your busy schedule to, to be on this uh, podcast with me. Thank you so much for having me, Jill. I love stuff like this to serve different communities. I learn as much from you and your, your amazing people as hopefully they learn from our conversation. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So to um, do a little introduction to our listeners um, of your background. So Jennifer is an intuitive leadership coach. She's a speaker, leader, and healer, supporting leaders and healers to next level of impact and success. Jennifer works with high performance leaders on how to optimize resiliency during growth and change and optimizing through your vitality, through your mind, body, and soul, creating integrity there. And there's actually chemistry around all of that. And so many of us think that we have to push through it and suffer through it and suck it up, but that's not the case. And we can have optimal resiliency during growth and change. Mm, absolutely. You know, it's really interesting. I do work with a lot of amazing leaders from healers and executives and CEOs. And we often, when we think of resilience, we think of suck it up, buttercup. We're going to have to, quote, live through this. And hopefully this will pass sooner than later. And what it ends up doing is we get into this space of mind, body, soul, depending on the person, really breaking down. And then also, quote, when the storm passes, now you're having to feed back into your health and you create this latency effect of really just creating the momentum you want, not only in your impact, but gosh, everyone, we want to connect in our personal life with our family, the people that matter the most to us. So there is a chemistry behind resilience. And as a practitioner, I've learned it and I teach it a lot, but I always tell people first start with what resilience means to you. Describe it differently. I believe resilience should be where you're feeling 
full vitality, that you should have a reserve there. So when stuff comes at you, you not only have tools to get out of it and keep your health well, mind, body, soul, but that you already were doing that in the back end, everyone, to create this bandwidth, this reserve when things come at you so you don't feel like you're in the tank physically, emotionally, spiritually after, quote, this too shall pass. So for all of you, before we go into some of those tools, really changing what you believe resilience is and honestly when you change the words words have energy right i love what jill talks about what we say also creates our essence and really looking at this word differently that it can be a very powerful time for you if you have the right tools the right health and the right concepts to move you through a space and it doesn't have to feel hard that everybody thinks that it has to feel when they're in this time where they feel like they really have to be resilient <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I had met in a, in a mastermind online community and then we set up, we set up the Zoom conversation and you and I just immediately connected, like immediately. And so what you just said about the resiliency and you working with the high performance leaders and all of that is so powerful and so important to really actually dive into a little bit more because resiliency, first of all, it, it is a strategy. Yep. And, you know, high as high performance leaders and executives and corporate world and, and healers and, you know, all of that world, so much of strategy is very very how-to, very, you need to call, you know, I always use it, you need to call 10 people a day and um, do this project and that sort of thing. But understanding that resiliency is a strategy and it is the only thing or one of the only things that's going to allow you to do all the other hard things in life. Okay. And then mind, body, spirit, if it's all connected, it's all connected and it's a skill set that you are empowering and teaching these high performance leaders to dive into the resiliency of them so that they can show up in a more high performance. 100%. And I will say this, everyone, when I look at resilience for the leader, and particularly for the leader, we're talking a lot about how to create what I call vitality in mind, body, soul. And when we do that, and we can go through some tools how to do that today, but when you do that, you stay in alignment with the things you want to get done that day, that week, that year. And this goes personally or professionally, everyone. The problem I see a lot of leaders get into is whether it be something happens, you know, adversity or a change happens rapidly, them and their team, they don't have the tools to get back out of the weeds that maybe the change caused, the adversity caused for a moment and allow you to get back in to alignment. And I mean you and your team, mind, body, soul, create the integrity and then move forward. We waste a lot of productivity, right? A lot of time and ultimately our performance fails and our bottom line finally fails when we don't know how to do this. So this is people often ask me like, why do you bring wellness into leadership? I'm like, because this is where it starts. So you can stay in this alignment of whatever it is, again, that is your purpose, your goal, that's a, you know connected to what your priorities are. And when you learn these tools, everyone, to create mind, body, soul, vitality, which I call is optimizing resilience, you will be able to, everyone really hear this, get out of the weeds and back into your lane. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, all high-performing leaders that you're like, they're getting it, they seem to stay in their lane and they're so dialed in, they're in their flow state and they're performing, you know what? They have problems too. They have things that get them off their game and in the weeds. What they have learned to do with some of the tools we can share today to pull them back in so they don't waste time, money, energy, where the mood starts going funny with the team, where they get back in and they create momentum for what they were planning to have that day no matter the day that it's happened, and whether it's planned or unplanned. And I'm telling you guys, you become unstoppable. Your essence, full essence, as Jill talks about, your full frequency that I talk about gets to show up again. Let's move you out of the weeds, get you back into alignment of mind, body, soul, vitality, which we can go through some of those tools today and get you rock star in your day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, and so you just, what you just said, you know, personal development always, 
always, always, always leads to business development. You, your business will never out, never out exceed your belief. And so if you want your business to grow, your project, the, the, you know, million dollar project that you are working on and that your team is working on, if you want that to be, you know, a hundred percent, it is that personal development that Jennifer is saying and that op, what you, that optimal resiliency that they, that is a skill set that will affect their bottom line. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I will say is this, you know, personal development is, is so necessary in becoming a leader, but just becoming really a high potential in any area of your life. But I'm going to challenge the personal development world a little bit, Jill, because we have a tendency to sometimes go high and right, right? And we take all the personal development courses, but we're still at ground zero or we're not feeling we're moving forward in our impact or our leadership. And this is where I, I work a lot with leaders on the mind, body, soul, vitality piece that Part of personal development is really being able to sit in the yuck and learning how to regulate your system. Now, what do I mean that by that, everyone? What I mean is if something comes at you that day, planned or unplanned, something tough, hard, adversity, it just gets you into the weeds. As I mentioned, often that exudes emotions, fear, frustration, anxiety. Um, it doesn't matter. You guys, I know who you're listening and, and you're writing this down like this is what I normally do. I get triggered when I get put into adversity and I'm like I got to rise right now you have to learn to normalize these emotions move them through your body and from there be able to what I call regulate and calm down the nervous system when you're in a change or adversity you often will go into what we call fight or flight or freeze these are common words and we can go into that a little bit more on this podcast if you'd like but those exude in a certain way with certain people different emotions all of us can probably name which one we do the most of when we're in a fearful or hard situation and what i will say is just honor that but there are tools and this is where coaching often comes into space everyone is learning how to move through those emotions that come with the fight flight or freeze when you're going through adversity get you into a what we call a regulated state a nervous system that feels safe again so you can then use another tool to move forward this is the part in personal development i do believe is missing jill because we talk about by the way everyone i love tony robbins but we talk about tony robbins incantations and we talk about eating healthy and we talk about doing all this stuff to stay in our game during adversity and create resilience but we're not talking about our brain and our body needs to get on board with that and when change happens it doesn't matter if you think it's a good or a bad change the brain and body sees it as unsafe so learning how to regulate it learning how to regulate your emotions and move through them is key it's something i work on with a lot of my leaders that they end up teaching their teams so they can get again back in their lane from the weeds so Personal development is great, but I would encourage you to reach out to a coach, reach out to someone to see where you are at in personal development. Maybe you've done some good things, but maybe there's some things in this area I'm talking about because until you get your body and brain on board to believe that this change is okay and we can move through it, you aren't going to get anywhere fast. You're going to stay in the weeds, not be productive, not be the leader that you are. So one of the things, like I said, I do with leaders is really help them learn to not only move through the emotions, not shame it, use tools to do it quickly, and then get their nervous system to be on board. And that does take certain tools everyone. you can't just like pray that away. And once you get through that, again, game over. A lot of things can start happening. But I encourage all of you to step back and look at where you're at on that and reach out to Jill or I and really look at that because then your essence and your frequency, once you move that stuff through and it's ready to step forward again, it can really come through and you can be that leader you truly want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the personal develop, the personal, you the personal development world, the coaching world, spiritual world. And even the mental health world is, you know, everyone, everyone means has good intentions, you know, all of that. But absolutely, if your body and your mind is not in line with the, with the experience, with the situation, your nervous system will literally shut down and not, not move forward. So yeah, and if people are, are listening to this podcast, like, I get that. What do I do? You guys, that's where coaching comes involved. 
everyone, but just being aware, we hear this all the time, like just being aware of what's happening, like, okay, a change is happening, good or bad, it's just my body's reacting. Just by sitting in that, everybody, and not running, or I would say getting on your phone or going to watch Netflix, but just being able to sit in it, even without a tool, your brain starts calming down a little bit because it realizes you're not running from it, okay? So that can already start causing regulation a little bit, if not a lot. Um, from there, because often there's patterns in people that we learn from young ages, that's where the coaching can really help rewire some of that and regulate to another level you want to be. But just being aware of it, that it's happening, being willing to sit in it, your brain will also start calming down because you're willing to sit in it, right? Because you're like, oh, it's not so scary after all. So just encourage yourself to do that. That is part of the mind, body, soul wellness vitality I work on with a lot of leaders before we even get into all the leadership and transformation and communication that I work on with them. When you got that, honey, I'm telling you, your essence, I keep using Jill's word, but it's a great word. Your frequency will come through and get cleaned up when you really work on that that portion of it for sure. And I love personal development. We just want to make, make sure we're getting a full evolution of ourselves and understand where the cracks are. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the Power of Expression podcast is all around diving into you and being able to show up in your best way. And you're not going to show up in your best way if you don't dive into what Jennifer, everything that Jennifer just said. And I love, love, love that you um, really acknowledge the very first step. Because, yeah, if, if, this is, if this is either new language to someone or maybe they, they're hearing bits and pieces of it and maybe this is their 10th time hearing it, but it's you know, landing differently. Literally, the first step is just that awareness and that acknowledgement. And so the conversation, the power of our conversation, the power of expression is hearing things over and over and, and, then, and then tapping into the awareness and the acknowledgement and just sitting. Like that literally is step number one or tool number one in, in the journey of optimal resiliency. A hundred percent. And then it gets easy, everyone, and something and one of the pillars I work on after we look at wellness is actually a lot of things that Jill talks about. I, I talk about it more in frequency sometimes because I'm a practitioner by trade and how when we get healthy, our frequency, literally our vibration of our gut, our brain, our heart changes when we're healed. So we can actually exude our frequency, exude our essence a little more powerfully. And this is the stage we're now. We can accelerate your essence and frequency by speaking your truth. As leaders, we need to know, for one, how to communicate on sales calls with our clients, with our team. If you're getting on a stage, it doesn't matter. And when you learn after you heal and move through some of the stuff we've talked about and start playing with what are my words, what do I want to speak? What is my priority? What is my passion? What is my calling I want to give to the world? I've worked with so many leaders lately that are feeling this urge to step on stage or talk differently with their team, Jill, because now that they're healing as we're working through things, they're like, I have some, a message I want to give, Jennifer. I want to speak and articulate more powerfully. You can feel their frequency coming through their words. So people are like, well, how do I do that? I'm like, it starts by you playing with your tone, playing with your words, playing with what you want to give to the world and speak it. Even if it's in front of your mirror, you're going to start feeling your essence, feeling your frequency, and then you can start refining that. And yes, getting coaches sometimes can help that. But just moving into that space of what you want to give to the world happens after some of the stuff is healed and you're like, oh, I'm ready to do it. And then learning to articulate that does sometimes need coaching, but sometimes just playing with it, playing with your favorite words and how you like to sing or, or speak is just such a powerful thing. Be you, my friend, because we need your frequency in the world. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I know, again, I know that we're going to be eye to eye on this. So your journey and where you are today, first of all, we both know it didn't happen overnight. You had your own journey. You absolutely, I guarantee without knowing the details, I know that you went through some really dark moments. I know you experienced some, experienced some challenges and obstacles. Um, I would love for you to share a story or two of kind of your journey and, and a little bit of back, your background, because clearly 
in the in your journey you've done the healing you've done you've done the, the work right um and so to to really experience something yourself and then be able to show up and coach and mentor and, and support and love others is the most powerful thing to do so i would love to hear a little bit about your journey course, you know, I, I love this question because I love other people's stories and journeys. And I was a high level athlete all the way through college, D1, all American. And I started myself an identity of, of performance and performing for others and gaining a lot of significance through performance. I was good at things. I was good at school. I was good at sports. I was good at a lot of things. So from a very young age, I started connecting, just doing good at things with significance and worth. And that carried through college. And and where I self-imploded, and you mentioned that just darkness, one of my moments is where I just like, I can't keep this up. I can't keep always being, trying to be quote perfect and high performing and get love that way. It felt like fight or flight all the time, everyone. Talk about experiencing that. Like, what if I quote fail and people reject me or my family rejects me or my friends? Like, it was a constant fight or flight for me. And I struggled with huge amount of depression, anxiety into college, into my late 20s. And that's when my real journey Toward wellness began is not only realizing that wellness was more than physical, right? Being an athlete, but that it was emotional, it was spiritual, because I was literally breaking down. And what I was finding is that I was trying to show up the way that everybody, I thought everybody wanted me to show up as, and not my true self. So I started my journey as an athlete, going into becoming the healer, the practitioner, the physical therapist, learning how to heal myself and show up truly as me once I was healed. Then leading a team, now as an entrepreneur of a PT practice, then ultimately going into coaching and speaking now where I work with a lot of leaders on refining your wellness, mind, body, soul, refining your ability to be in your frequency and speak your truth, everyone. I damage myself mentally, emotionally, physically, everybody. When you're not, when you're holding your voice back, this is a whole other podcast, everyone. When you're not showing up as yourself, it breaks down yourself physically. I started, I literally remember a day, Joe, during my time as an athlete, to being a practitioner healer, to being a leader and a speaker, these moments of I am showing up as me no matter if I'm rejected or not. And I had to go through a lot of healing with that. And when I did and I decided, I'm like, I'm stepping into my voice. I'm stepping into my truth. I'm stepping into my darkness. I've shared all my stuff. I've shared it on TEDx. Like, this is me. Take it or leave it. It became so liberating. I became a better daughter. I became a better practitioner. I became a better coach. I became a better speaker because I realized when I stopped hiding the all of me, people got the best parts of me. And I want all of you to get that if nothing else today is spending all this time to try to be something to someone that you don't even know or don't even care to know just because you feel like you should is not only horrible for your health, it's taking you further away from who you are and the purpose you have this world and to be in your full frequency. So my journey of being an athlete, a healer, a coach, and now a speaker has literally taken me through this transition of realizing I need to heal out of things and then realize what my voice was and without reckless abandon, Jill, give it to the world and not be worried about what people were thinking about me. When you can do that and bring your dark and your light and your full frequency to the world, everyone, I'm telling you, you become unstoppable in anything you desire. Work, family, Money, it doesn't matter. So that's kind of that summary of my life and my journey of all the different identities. But really, the identity was always there of me, Jill. It was me just being willing to step in courageously and let everybody see all of me. And that's when I will say, everyone, is when things change for me and the people I work with. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, the, the power of expression is us diving into who we are. And the thing is, is that when you, like, if you, I don't, I shouldn't say if, we all have experienced dark moments, that that is part of the human experience. And having, I'm going to say a couple things, having this conversation that you and I are having, it's, yes, it's challenges and obstacles and dark moments, I'm doing air quotes, dark moments, um, 
but it's also part of the human experience and it is the it allows us the depth of learning who we are there's a, a saying dr joe dispenza says how bad does it have to get how bad does it have to get for us to finally step into who we are or not even just who we are but learning maybe for the first time who we are because if we've lived a life of expectation of everyone else then we could be in our 20s 30s 40s and beyond and really never know the power of our personal expression and it's interesting because it actually truly does and that's what people a lot dealt with even 2020 and, and thereafter is what I call, you know, from a practitioner sense, an identity crisis. What they were finding is that people were like, who am I? So they were really scrambling their brain of like, what is my identity? And or if they knew they were doing this, I would kind of put my hand over my mouth or saying, I can't say something because I might be rejected or banned. And what happens, everyone, is you are a certain person and you're not being and doing that. Literally in the brain, everyone, it causes an identity crisis saying, well, this is who you are, who you think you are, but you're doing something different. They literally have been seeing brain scans that look similar to those with personality disorders. We'll get started just after this message. If you're someone that's well-connected, driven, and eager to learn and grow a custom men's fashion business, I'd love to talk with you. I have partnered with Jay Hilburn, the world's largest custom lifestyle menswear brand with a fully independent sales force. Besides the world-class training offered by the home office, my personal program is based on a proven five-step process that helps you become your very best and show up fully both professionally and personally. If you're interested in learning more about this program and growing your fashion business, I invite you to request a free call by texting the word STYLIST to 573-502-0103. Again, STYLIST to 573-502-0103. I look forward to talking with you soon. since 2020 because this is what we're doing to ourselves everyone we're doing this we're kind of covering ourselves up and not living our essence our frequency our purpose because of whatever background whatever trauma whatever rejection whatever fear we're having in what you said about dr joe Dispenza, it's true when will it be enough everybody's tolerance is different resilience is different but again i go back to what is resilience being in vitality if your body your mind is negative so gut issues, health issues, headaches, anxiety, because your body is telling you something. And it's not just because it's a physical thing. It's often saying there's something out of alignment that's not here with us. People, places, things, speaking, speaking who you are. So I encourage all of you to really sit with that. And if you don't know what your purpose is or what you believe, that's when you get coaching to help clarify that. If you're struggling with speaking your truth, Get a coach on that. That's what community is about, everyone, to really help advocate for you. It's not worth the price to shut yourself down. We need your frequency in the world. And most importantly, it's going to basically take you down a place that is dark enough that you don't have to go to. And I'm going to encourage all of you, if you're feeling that even slightly today, just step in, ask for help. If you're kind of confused where to go from here, because we want to see you rise and be resilient and vital in this life, no matter the environment. Yes, yes. Part of my part of my intro is if you have a message or mission to live out in this life, this show is for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's absolutely what you coach and, and mentor on and, and help heal right and understanding the healing process so in the beginning so we we talked about you talked about really i'm going to call it and you can correct me but like the first step or the first tool of optimal resiliency meaning the the awareness and the acknowledgement mm -hmm. so what would be a few other tools that people can dive into or learn yeah, yeah. So the second tool, definitely for one, everyone, and I can give you a couple, but I, I'm going to be honest with you, getting a coach on this is going to be really helpful. Yeah. So, 
Okay, somatic work is really basically getting in tune with your emotions, how it's physically showing up in your body, and learning how to regulate that and getting the nervous system to regulate. So that's truly the second step. There's a lot of in-depth work that many people need coaching on to regulate appropriately. With that said, you know, and again, to me, that is a big, big, big one, coaching. But if not, right now, everyone, really being willing to sit with it and then do a couple different things. One, breath work. Okay, we can talk about that. And two, this is, that sounds really funny to a lot of people, but a lot of people aren't even aware of what's going on on all five senses. So I encourage you to do what I call felt sensation technique, where you get like a cup of coffee or a cup of hot tea, and you put it between your hands. Okay, you're going to feel it. You're going to smell it. You're going to taste it. You're going to swallow and feel it go through your body. You're going to look around your environment and observe the pictures, the colors, like be in your environment. That right there will start helping you get attuned to your body, not only its emotions and all of its sensations, but also be able to regulate it, okay, because you're already in a calmer state of being. So I will say this, often somatic work is needed, but breath work, and again, we can even go through that tool right now too, and what I call just a felt sensation technique where you pause, and you're not thinking about tomorrow or excuse me, the next day or the day before, but you're actually sitting and letting your five senses integrate together. That's going to help you start learning how to calm your own system down. Again, sometimes, well, not sometimes, a lot of times I needed that, but coaching is necessary, but breath work is very, very powerful. There's Wim Hof methods. There's yoga, vinyasa type methods that I use with my clients. Breath work and then that felt sensation technique would be really, really powerful. So that would be the second step. Awareness. Second step is some type of somatic regulation. Again, usually requires coaching, but this will help you start looking and feeling somewhat better. Like, okay, I get this. This is where I start. And remember, emotions direct everything, everyone. So if you think this is BS, trust me, I don't care if you're emotional or not. It doesn't matter if you consider something. Emotions guide everything consciously or subconsciously. So when you can learn to be in this sense and then do tools to kind of pull down that emotion, it's going to allow you to get back out of the weeds, in alignment, doing the things that we talked about, to stay in high vitality during growth and change, create that resilience. So that would be the second tool that I would give. And then the third piece, honestly, everyone, which is, very, very, very huge, and I think this was missed a little bit too. We often hear about um, going out in nature. Okay, that helps you physically. Vitamin D, movement, circulation, ten minutes of movement helps decrease cancers, you know, autoimmune issues, helps with resilience, whatever. So physical, but emotional things. Because what happens is we are humans. We are positively negative charge. So is the universe. When we walk outside in your bare feet in the grass, it will help ground you and pull through the physical, emotional, spiritual pieces that maybe feel yucky. What I encourage you to do in that same space is look for something that you want to focus on. Let's say I'm going to look for a bird. The reason why that's important, if you're in an emotional state or physical state that's not feeling good, redirecting your brain to something to focus on is also going to re-regulate the system. So that's just another thing that I would look at, too, is not just getting out in nature, going barefoot. Okay, that's missed a lot. Getting your feet literally in the grass and then looking for something. Again, this is going to help you get out of your head of emotion, would it be because you're in physical pain or something happened at work and pull you back in. So self-awareness. Do something that gets you start feeling somatically regulated, emotionally regulated a little bit. And third, get out in nature. You guys, even if you have an apartment complex, there's there's grass there. Get out in the sun five minutes and look for something. I'm telling you, those three things will start you on this mind, body, soul, vitality piece that we're talking about. So if you're feeling crummy in any of those areas because something's come at you it's going to help pull things down just a little bit if not a lot and then getting a coach can be really supportive so those are the three tools I would give again remember nature is not just going out and being like grounding like standing in it and looking for something I think that's missed a little bit so those are the three things I'd give self-awareness the somatic tea exercise and then this piece of going out will really help some of that traction happen so you can get moving forward a little bit in your epic day <laughs> absolutely uh, yes yes and yes <laughs> just gonna say and i know that each one of those steps each one of those topics we could literally dive into each one for an hour 
yeah, hour plus on each one of those. So certainly we're just you know high level, but this is the this is the point that the purpose uh, intention of this conversation is that our listeners can absolutely reach out to you and learn more and and begin to to work with you. So. Um, and 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 I'm I'm happy to report I have done all three of those steps. So I I'm 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 proud of myself for for doing that. Um, it's great. It can give some momentum, even if you guys. I had to be this. You know, I'm a big person. Be super honest with yourself. No one is in your body 24/7 but you. And I did some of these steps I'm talking about. And they did help a little bit, everyone. You know, I had I started my journey toward health and really getting fully healthy in some of these steps. But I also had to realize I needed a coach. Like I, there was work, some wiring, some old trauma stuff that I had to get through that I was breathing into my work, my business, my personal life, my intimate life. And it's okay. It doesn't mean you can't get momentum in this. If you need more, this is where we come from. This is, you guys, I work with business leaders. This is where we start because people are realizing how much it, they want to feel good, but how much it affects their business. We want to get you in your frequency, my friend. And that's where then we start having fun coaching you on the good stuff and the communication and how you rev with your team. So it's okay. You know, start with the stuff, see how it goes, and then rock it, rock it. And if you need help, be honest with yourself. Reach out. That also takes a lot of courage. Absolutely. Well, and I, and again, I love what, there's everything I love what you said. But just, you know, Unfortunately, and again, it's the power of expression, the power of this conversation that hopefully we start breaking down the stigma of, of even, you know, this conversation and the mind, body, soul connection and all of that. Because you and I both know, you know, corporate America, air quotes, or just corporate or small business, um, it is the norm to be miserable. It is the norm to sit in rush hour traffic, dread your day, sit in a cubicle, dislike your boss, just maybe, you know, maybe like a few colleagues, but dislike the environment, you know, all of that. And then, and then, and then you wonder why your productivity is suffering. You wonder why your marriage may not be the best or your children, you know, are struggling. And Again, you and I both know that it's all connected and the power of working with you and working and having those conversations and doing the steps and doing the somatic work and, and doing, I will say, I absolutely love the um, the example of what you gave about the five senses and holding a coffee cup or, or hot tea and and feeling and smelling that that's beautiful and, and, and perfect. And sometimes... Something yeah. tangible, right? Like something tangible that people can do now, like the minute they they hear this and maybe even just begin the journey of the which is part of the somatic work of diving into their body and listening to their body, maybe again for the first time. Yeah, and you and you start, you guys, when you tap into your body and tap into these five senses, you actually optimize your intuition, which lives lovely in the beautiful way. And by the way, I coach men too, and we can activate that, but it's in the feminine space. It's in the creative space. So when we heal everyone, male and female superpowers come out. One of our superpowers as females, when I work with females, we go through intuitive communication, intuitive leadership. It's powerful, everyone. It, we as women, whether it be in corporate or business, try too much to be like men, which is a whole nother podcast. I love our men, okay? They have different gifts than us. When you heal and you start doing the somatic work, your superpowers come out, including your intuition. Again, something I work on with clients, along with communication and being high performance and staying in that energy. But it become you become unstoppable. Your body's your friend, and it's, it's brilliant, and it wants to give you help. It just needs a response back. And it starts with stuff like this. And again, this is why we have practitioners and coaches and people that can help support you. Some of this is new to some of you. You're taking, I just want all of you to know this. When I first heard this, some of this stuff, it was over my head, but I took in the things that I needed at the time. And then I reached out accordingly. So know whatever lands on you is a start and then reach out to us. Let me know because there's nothing I have more, more joy and more passion than to see the healed leader bring their impact 
for good to the world at an accelerated rate and not sacrifice their health relations with things they desire, but live vitally themselves and do it for good. So if that interests you, just connect with me and we can get the the, the party started, my friend. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So um what so all these all these wonderful tools. So in Jennifer's world, when when not if, but when you do maybe have just a, a sticky day, a, a, a sad day, because, right, that's, again, like, just because, because um, I also point this out, it's like, we, we do this work, right, we learn these tools, we make the connections, we learn all of these things, but life is, life still happens. And yeah. so, but the beauty of it is that we now are equipped with tools and a new skill set that we've never learned before, right? And so, how do you, Jennifer, um, stay motivated or ins or inspired when you are maybe in a dark place for a moment, a day, a week? Yeah, absolutely. I have a community, everyone. Whether I'm being coached by someone, or I'm in a mastermind, or I have my closest friends that we make sure that we're supporting each other, dark and light challenges that help us when we're down, but also challenges to move into that space. What tool? Like community is key. I'm just gonna say that everyone, whether it be you know a paid community, a mastermind, or a community of people that you know, like, and trust that are at this level you are at and going higher. So community is one. And I always, when I'm having a dark day, reach out, whether it be my coach or a client or a colleague or a friend of mine, because they can see things, even though I know quite a bit in this field, they can see things that I can. So I always am reaching out to my community. First and foremost, you need to do that. If you don't have that, find one person, everyone. That is very, very, very important. Second, here's the deal, everyone. You got to give yourself a little bit grace because what we think when we go through enough personal development, we're like, well, if we've gone through enough, we shouldn't have bad days or we should be able to flip it in two minutes and be okay, Jennifer. And for, I'll be honest with you, all of you, that's completely unrealistic. <laughs> and I, I've interviewed and I've connected and I've worked with a lot of amazing people that have done a lot of amazing things. You need to change a little bit, I will say perspective and have grace on yourself that if it might take an hour a couple hours or you may need to take a few things out of your day that day so you can create a moment for your body to reset or your mind to reset or your emotions to reset because something was pretty significant that day some things are micro significant other things are big deals everyone you know i, I lost my mom or my, my my stepdad and my my older sister about three years ago everyone I was going through a period that it was very hard because mourning is a process and it takes a lot of energy. I had to step back and be realistic, not only of my resilience to other things coming at me, but also I had to cut things out of my plate. It didn't mean that I wasn't moving forward in certain things, but I had to be realistic and give myself grace. So that's the second component, buddy. Find a community, for one. Give yourself grace because you're still going to struggle more days than others on longer parts, even if you're further along than you were five years ago, everyone. We are human, okay? So give yourself grace on that. Third, I will say this, I reassess, Jill, every, probably every quarter or at least halfway through the year, what is works well for me to get out of the weeds and what does not. Big things, small things, people, places, things, all that stuff, and reassess what's working. The reason why that's important, everyone, as you grow, New things will bother you, other things won't. New tools will be more helpful, other things won't. Don't be so safe. It's just like with food, everybody. I always go back to that. What I could eat, you know, back in the day, even though it wasn't unhealthy, it's not something my body processes as well. So I encourage all of you, look at the tools you have and reassess. It's just like looking at your goals. Reassess what works and what doesn't. Maybe you need to pull in a different tool or a different coach. That's a big thing. And then this is the final kicker. Please stick around for this, everyone. Please stick around for this. This is the biggest thing I'm going to say to you all day. I have so many high performers that are doing, quote, everybody, air quotes, all the things to get back in their lane, all the things to be high performance, and they're so drained as F, and they're so wondering why they're not moving forward on something. This is why. <laughs> we have emotional leaks all the time during our day that either we're conscious about and we're ignoring, we think they're not that big a deal, or they're subconscious. These can be boundaries not around family. And maybe you have a tough family life going on, but you feel like they're family, so I'm just going to let them in. And it's draining you. This can be people that you go out to see because you're networking with them, but you don't really enjoy them. You're not 
sure why you're doing it, but you think you should, and you do it anyway. This includes emails on your email that you haven't gone through. <laughs> this includes you having people on your phone that you don't even like anymore. Get them out of your phone, that you energetically are taking space. This includes taxes that you have not done that are stuck in your closet. Anything that is on constantly in your mind that I should do, that I should do, is a micro, what I call leak. It's like a roof leak that's small and also in itself implodes. I can't tell you how many times when I look back and assess every quarter, what's working, what's not. Most of the time, it's something that I've allowed back in that I shouldn't be allowing in. And I know because I know because I know. And when I take it back out, my energy goes back up, the tools start working again. So out of any of that, everyone, if you could be honest with yourself, what did we say at the beginning? You want to stay in your essence? You want to stay in your frequency? Be honest where you're at. Use a tool. But now look at what are you allowing in that does not align with who you are now because as you grow people places things opportunities there will be things you need to delete from your life and that does not make them bad it makes you different okay so micro leaks is something I would 100% assess if it's a bad tool that's what I've noticed when I want to get back in my game community right having grace and assessing am I using the right tool okay I am what am I allowing leaking in besides that and that has been a game changer for me everyone and I'm telling you those things will be huge for you Yes, yes, yeah. The the community we could do again, like we could do an entire hour conversation just around the power of community and the power of connection and being, you know, being in the room and being literally being supported, you know, being seen, heard, supported, validated, and recognized is everything because of what it does to your nervous system, right? And circle back to the beginning of this conversation, right? The fight, flight, or freeze. And what our nervous system is going through. And one, you know, acknowledging and being aware of that trigger and what our coping mechanism may be, right? But then realizing that the community and the connection and the grace is absolutely understanding, and I'm gonna stress this, understanding that this is a skill set. It is not, um, for, you know, I'm gonna say woo-woo, I don't necessarily like that word, but it, it, you, it serves the purpose of my messaging, right? And understanding the impact that that makes on your being, your wellness, everything you just said, and how then you're able to then show up and be that high performance leader that you are and that you want to continue to grow to be. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. It's true. Just so good. Where so the leaks, pull in the good people, get the help you need, understand your triggers. And that's a start, everyone. And again, yeah. sometimes being needed, support can be needed often. But listen, this is a start and you'll start creating a little bit of traction for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll say one last thing just to circle all of this around, but I, I, I will just to put a little in exclamation mark on what you said about boundaries. Um, I don't think there's really, um, you know, enough like conversation and emphasis on boundaries and, and back to your um, my, the micro leaks, like so many of those micro leaks really has to do with boundaries, um, personal boundaries, yeah, whether it's family or if you struggle with that, like I kept a boundary and I didn't, that's okay. A lot of that, again, this is why I work with people. There's a lot of trauma as a child that causes certain behaviors to let go of certain boundaries. And that's okay. I had the same thing. And I recognized and then had to get some coaching, some cognitive remapping to really rewire a lot of that stuff and how I was behaving. Some of it was so subconscious and realized I was doing it. So that's the thing, everybody. All of us lose boundaries sometimes, but healthy boundaries, there's a difference between ignoring, by the way, everybody, ignoring, putting walls up, okay, and actually having a healthy boundary because that's how you continue to work well with your team. There might be a boundary there or your family, okay? We have a lot of things that we let go with family, which is a whole other conversation um, because they're the ones that put a lot of the wounds there, by the way. I'm not saying that in a bad way. That's just where we pattern things. So it's really about understanding that and needing probably some support, coaching, or accountability 
to pull you back in a different space because there is usually a wiring pattern that's happened at that point if you find that you keep giving up a certain boundary. It's no, it's no judgment, everybody. It's just acknowledgement. It's like, yep, give that up all the time. How can I shift that? Remember, you can't get the life you want if you keep doing the same things you are doing right now. You cannot get the life you want if you keep doing the same things you're doing right now. And it doesn't mean you have to change everything, everyone. Some of the tools I just mentioned, so maybe one boundary with one person, that will start something. You're just going to start seeing a little bit of progress. And before you know it, you start the momentum in the life that you really want to give to the world and the leader that you truly want to become. Love it. Love it. So I'll end it with one final question. Just a fun question. So what is a fun way that you express yourself? Oh, I dance. Well, you've probably seen some of my videos. I'm a dancer. When I say I'm a dancer, everybody, I'm not a professional dancer, but I love to dance. I've always been a dancer. I'm a runner by trade and I love sports and being active. But from a creative sense, I love to get out and dance. And by the way, everyone, dance is one of the top, I think, is five activities to do to optimize mental health, which is interesting because it really activates many different areas of your brain from creative zone, depths, like dumps, happy pills, and so many different things into your system, which I know we won't know. I have go through today, but dancing is hugely creative for me and shifts me into a powerful state, into my frequency for sure. Love it. Oh, I love that. I love that. So um, where can people find you? Where's the best way? Yep. So the best way to reach me is Instagram or LinkedIn. On Instagram, I'm at the Jennifer Watson, THD, the Jennifer Watson, or LinkedIn, Jennifer Watson. And I answer all my own DMs. You can also visit my website at jenniferwatsonleadership.com. I am right now in the middle of a just um, low social media hiatus the rest of June, which I always do. This is part of me resetting. I always practice what I preach to everybody, and I believe that is necessary, which is a whole other podcast as well. But, um, yep, so I definitely answer all my own DMs. If you guys are interested in connecting with me on this podcast or interested in just talking with me about potentially getting support, there's no push on that. Thank you very much for listening. Grateful and appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you passed it on to your friends and helped me get this message out into the world. If you liked what you heard and you could take 30 seconds, give me a five-star review and share it with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Remember, the power of expression is in everything we do. Sending you so much love. And until next time, bye everyone.